The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, it's AfterBuzz TV. This is the Flash After Show, and there is the cue of music. Ah, oh, sounds so good. I can hit these high notes. Do you want to show us? Tears are coming down my face. Yeah, you did this. My heart is like growing three sizes. My heart is going on. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey. Yeah. Guys, this is the Fury of Firestorm. It's season two, episode four. It was a cool episode. It was not villain-focused, which I was okay with. We're going to get into it, but let's do some intros. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. I'm Tari J. Miller. I tweet from Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. <laughs> I'm uh, Michael Andrew. I tweet from Michael Drew, Michael underscore Drew, Michael E-A-L. And I'm Roxy Stryer, and you can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And uh, singing right here on this panel. And singing, hopefully more. <laughs> oh, yeah? You're if you like that, oh, I've gotten across. If you like that, you can tweet at us and you can also comment live if you're watching live. It's 9 p.m. Is that what time it is? It's <laughs> yes. 9 ish, you know, Pacific on YouTube. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pacific. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You can also, you know, leave comments after the fact. We love interacting and hearing from you. So, as I said, this was not a villain centered episode. It was more about, like, the rebuilding of Firestorm. What'd you guys think of that? Were you cool with it? Uh, it was up and down for me. I like the... It's Henry Hewitt. Was that his character's name? Yeah. I like the introduction of him. I thought he was a really cool character. I liked... I thought he was a good... Uh, very villain and I loved his the anger that he showed. I liked that he was so pompous and like yeah. a megalo, megalomaniac. I really... I liked his introduction. The up... The merger... I think Roxy said that before we got on the, uh, on the show. The merger was a little wonky for me too with... Uh, What's the character's name? The, uh, the Jax. Jefferson Jax. Jax. There it is. Yeah. You know, I wasn't obsessed with the Hewitt character just because, like, from the moment he walked in, like, all pompous and cocky, I just felt like the storyline was leaning towards this person will become a villain by the end of the episode. Mm. I could, like, see it happening. Yeah. Right. I actually I actually didn't think he'd become a villain. It was only because I knew we knew about the casting already. And then I was like, oh, that's the guy who's going to become Tokamak? 
Tokamak. Yeah. So that's the only that's the only reason I thought that. But I I actually he had all the ingredients of being a supervillain. That's what I found kind of crazy. Like he came in there, he had a crazy ego, and I was like, oh guys, this guy's gonna yeah. be insane. Yeah. What I, do you think, Roxy? I think I have a really uh, different perspective on this episode, and I. I, you know, I love this show so much, and I think parts of this episode were incredible. But I felt essentially like Barry and his team kind of bullied somebody tonight. That that's how I I felt like they there was somebody they took somebody who wasn't necessarily a bad guy, turned him into a bad guy, and then bullied him a little bit. So I, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't too proud of the team tonight, uh, which is not typical for me. So they were again really great parts, and I don't think that they were doing this maliciously. But I wasn't Im- impressed the way that I usually am. Interesting. Um, I mean, I, I guess uh, I felt like it was. I felt like it was fine because the, it, it's not like they made him the way he was. He like it, they just awoken it and gave him a venue to like be more evil. What... Yeah, I, no, I have to agree with Roxy only because it's like he was bad, but it's like they gave a crazy guy a, a, a tank. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> and then like he they used it. Yeah, they gave a, someone who was already violent superhuman powers. Right. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I, I see that. And he was scared and didn't really know what to do with them. And I don't know. I just didn't really love the way that they handled it tonight. Uh, handled the Hewitt or Jacks or both. Both, yeah. kind okay. of. Yeah, I had problems a little bit with the way that they handled... I was talking about Hewitt, but I also kind of had problems with the way that they merged Jax and got him to uh, to become Firestorm. I think the biggest problem for me going off that was that they decided that they needed to create the second half of Firestorm and they needed to start the storyline and end it this episode. And so a lot of things were rushed. When we met um, Hewitt the first time, he was like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's let's do it. But I was like, it's been 15 minutes. Like, did you want to, like, sign paperwork? Did you want to, like, think about it? Call your mom? But, like, it just felt so sped up. Do we feel like Hewitt prior to this moment was who he was showing us he was? So, for example, when he does talk to Victor Garber, to Martin Stein, they're kind of jamming together. They've got the same sense of humor and they've got the same interests. Do we feel like that was an act he was putting on and he really was this bad guy? Or do we feel like prior to the uh, attempted merger, he was a really good dude? No, I think he was already. I think he was already a bad guy. Yeah, um, but, based on his coworker. Yeah, but he. But he was because he he had the he had a few police. Um, yeah, he had a, he had record. a, a hidden record. He, yeah. he mm-hmm. hit his record. But I think that I do think he was a fan of Professor Stein beforehand, and I. But I think he really he like he probably. He's probably a megalomaniac who lives in the city, sees all his superheroes, and believes he's worth so much more. Thinks he's smarter than all his coworkers. So then right. this opportunity comes, and then he's just like, "Oh yeah, this is supposed to happen to me. I'm the chosen one." Mm-hmm. At least we didn't murder him. Then I would have been like, "Yeah, just really disappointed on our team." But yeah. I, I think I disagree. Yeah. Actually, I don't think that he is a bad guy, Hewitt. He, I think that he, I mean, he has that police record, but I think he was really hurt that he wasn't like the firestorm selection, and then just like this anger fueled that. And as you've kind of seen through other episodes, when people gain powers, they are thrown like one way left or right, as in good or evil. Like the power just like take wherever they lean mm-hmm. so maybe he was like leaning nor- more towards evil and the power just like consumed him that way well I mean I think he already had like he already had proven anger issues right I mean yeah I would say that he's definitely a flawed character um, I mean the thing that is always uh, really interesting about superheroes is that 
I mean, essentially, your your heroes are always people who started out being like super uh, gung ho and very positive people, and then they're given superpowers, and it's it's a struggle about using those powers, etc. But yeah. deep down in their roots, they're they're not as flawed as you'd like them to be. But this guy, and and which is what happens with with villains, is that essentially they're dealt an unfair hand. They're given this ability to have power, and they don't know how to use it because they haven't been you know, raised the right way or they haven't had the experiences that have led them to see the world the way that the heroes do. Yeah. Right. I, I just, this left me feeling pretty bad for him, which is not something I was expecting to feel. I felt like we we left him in a situation where he was very alone, very afraid, incredibly disappointed, and then we ran around him and mocked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did do that. And, <laughs> they did do and that. And then they, we pipelined him. I think yeah. the lonely thing is a really like key point too, because like they the merger was failed. He like glowed for a couple seconds, and they were like, "Thank, thank you very much for coming I know. in." It's, it's going to be a no. Yeah, like how's he supposed to feel? He's like, man, like he he generally looked upset, and I, was like, I understood him. Like, you told me I'm going to be a superhero. Exactly. Yeah. That's not going in for the audition. That's booking the role and getting fired on your first day. Yes. You know, he, he had the job. So <laughs> again, I just kind of felt bad for him, and I don't remember feeling like that for any of our big bads of the week. I don't qualify him as a big big bad of the week he was definitely supposed to be our villain but i didn't look at him this way so it was a weird dynamic for me no i agree um guys i have a question he's tokamak is it yeah tokamak mm-hmm. a firestorm villain from the comics yeah. does he have to have a pairing as well like firestorm or no? i don't recall that i don't think uh, he has a he doesn't have a pairing no they, I, I think they just did so. that for this yeah. yeah i mean his whole thing is that he 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 gets his power from absorbing so he's just like they're equal and opposite in that, like, they generate their power from being merged, but he gets it from externally. But we saw uh, what happened with the the particle accelerator and how that affected while we were playing football, but we didn't see how that affected uh, the tokamak when when the particle accelerator happened. Right. Did anything, did, did something change for him, or were, was he always kind of like this and it was ignited by attempting to merge? Well, you know, maybe it just it added to his mental complex because he clearly always had that uh, thought process in his brain that he thought he was better. And then he gets hit with all of this when he got hit with the uh, excel particle accelerator mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and nothing happens. And he sees all these metahumans r- running around. And that's probably where it all began, where he always thought he should be more. Yeah. Right. Like, he probably always thought like he sees the flash like I should be the flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That should be me. Like I'm a genius. I should be me. I can help the world. I agree with that. I don't feel like he was the best guy. And I'm not saying that I think that he was the hero. But I agree. This is a guy who always thought higher of himself, felt more of himself, wanted this opportunity. It got completely stripped from him. And then we we were the least sympathetic to that because we didn't have time, really. Right. And let's say that he did become the second half of Firestorm. I think with Peter... Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Martin Stein. Stein. Sorry, Martin Rest Stein. Yeah. I think with Martin Stein's like influence and in working with the entire team, I think he would have been like a great member that was good. Yeah, I think that he could have turned good. No, you know? I, 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 don't, I actually don't think they would have worked. Yeah, as a team. I, uh, too similar. 
Well, yeah, I mean, these are, uh, the other, I, I keep wanting to call him Jason Rush, because in the comic book, his name is Jason Rush, but here his name is Jax. Uh, Jax, he's athletic, he has to be an opposite. Like, if you're the, I mean, if you're the geeky, but nerdy I, type, I, I, and I'm, I'm saying, being, like, a good, like, a teammate or not, I'm just saying, like, good and evil. Like, if yeah. he had joined the team, I don't think he would have turned evil. Wait, tell me just what you mean point. in the comic books, his name is Jason Rush, because I know you are a comic book reader, so do you mean that Ron, this one specifically, or Ronnie Mel's character? Well, no, like, in the comic book, the the Black Firestorm, the character who takes over after Ronnie, who merges with Professor Stein, is his name is Jason Rush. And are right. we supposed to assume that this is supposed to be that character? He but looks Jack just Jackson? like him. Well, um, I mean, maybe there's a second one because there's all. I thought there was also Jefferson well, Jacks, yeah. Jackson. Well, we met uh, Jason Rush earlier when we were first discovering Martin Stein. So I assume that that they were like, "Well, we use that name." Oh, okay, yeah. that's right. Um, okay. So right. essentially, they have to fall back and use uh i mean uh jefferson jacks is from the comics he was uh ronnie's friend from college i believe i did not know that um but i mean i don't believe he was originally the other half of firestorm i love this table of nerds (laughs) i love it geeking out yeah yeah because uh jason rush he was a quarterback it was pretty much the same origin story yeah they just put on jacks they borrowed pieces from a lot of different things it seems like which is cool They're, they're allowed yeah. yeah, but last thing on Hewitt, uh, that I mean, that I want to say, he's definitely gonna be a villain now. Like after all that bullying, like he's de- they definitely made sure, <laughs> oh, yeah. like oh, all yeah. that, like he's definitely gonna be a villain now. I thought we eliminated this whole put people in the pipeline thing when we figured out that there was fifty two different places that there were breaches that go to Earth two, three, four. You're gonna put this dude in the pipeline? You have no idea if he's gonna end up staying there. He could all of a sudden be in frickin' Earth too. Right. What are you doing, team? And now you're just like pointing out, like this is where they are. Come free them. Yeah, right. that's true. I know that's true. We made Iron Heights a place that could hold metahumans. So why aren't we putting him in Iron Heights? Why are we putting him in the pipeline? Because he knows their secret. Essentially, he knows where the Flash is stationed, and he knows who Firestorm is. So they can't let him get away with that secret, especially being in prison where they put a bunch of criminals. Right. That's yeah. a good point. But they did say that they're going to let him out once they felt like their secret was safe with him. So what are they going to do? Torture him till he decides that? Like, how are you going to make that assumption that he's he's a cool dude now and he's not going to tell on you? Right. And isn't it more dangerous to keep him there because he's such a prolific scientific mind that if he would escape inside Star Labs, wouldn't he be able to do more damage? Well, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, essentially... I mean, I don't even know how they're keeping him in there because his whole power is just to Just kill him, absorb. guys. No. <laughs> they should. Just, just shoot I him mean, dead. they've been killing people all season. Why not continue the whole trip? Yeah. <laughs> I think that they're able to keep him in there because it's a TV show. So we just, <laughs> we, we just go with that. Yeah. And then we keep harping on, like, the timeline. But the other problem with, like, it being so fast in this episode is that we're used to superheroes getting their power and like exploring and discovering and oh I can do this and I can do that and oh I need to recharge from the lights and it was like Hewitt just kind of like knew everything he knew he had to recharge he knew he could like throw fire because he's so smart because he was this was his job essentially and I think that's like the stretch we have to make Mm -hmm. and like to let the episode go that's a good point though yeah I think clearly he wanted this to happen too he's probably been observing this whole thing this whole metahuman thing since the beginning. It's anybody who is willing to sign on to becoming the other half of Firestorm so quickly is sketchy. Like if, I mean, how would you guys feel if somebody approached you and they said, okay, yes, you are going to be a superhero. You're going to fly, but you will be 50% of a human being. Would that be an immediate? Yes. An immediate no. Or mm, let me think about it. I think I'd be like the one part with that Jax did where I was just like, you know what? That would work for me too. When he, when he uh, turns to Cisco, I, I, I can fly, right? Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Like, yeah, I mean, like, so I can fly? 
Oh, yeah. all right. I mean, why not? Now we know how to sell you. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's a mechanic. Nothing's going right. He's probably single. Doesn't have a girlfriend. Why is he probably single? He's I don't cute. know. You would think, well, he's already leaving. You would think that he would talk to his girlfriend before all of this. Right. Or or his, maybe, family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said his mom, like, was helping him through the knee or something. That's true. And not to be, like, an ageist, but, like, when you're 20 years old, because he was in high school two years ago, and you're looking at, like, uh, the professor, you're like, you want me to merge with this old guy? That's like, true. yo, Gray? Gray, yeah. Gray. yo, Gray. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he's somebody young, yeah. is that kind of, like, short? In our lifespan? Want me to put Titanic on? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's true. Track. It could shorten his lifespan. You didn't think about that. Right. He asked zero questions. It wasn't like, I'm not doing this. Now, I feel prepared because I have all the answers. It was like, I'm not doing this. All right. Actually, yeah. Okay. Whatever. I think it speaks to a lot of where he is in his life because he had everything. He had a chance to go to any college he wanted. Mm-hmm. He was a, a star quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he lost it all. So he clearly he wasn't happy with his job. Like the the leap from potentially being a star NFL quarterback to being a mechanic, he was probably in the dumps. Like seriously, in the dumps. Right. And then he's in the city where you see the Flash getting praised, and then someone's like, "Hey, you want to be a hero?" And then he finds out. The, you mean the superhero who sacrificed himself? I'm gonna be his replacement. Oh, I know. And I can fly. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, cool, cool. I got this. Like he was, he was so uh, frat broy about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. He's not gonna be single no more. Oh no. <laughs> Don't catch a girl on fire. Yeah. Um, one thing that I really liked in the episode was Caitlin's response to everything. You know, she lost Ronnie a couple episodes ago. We know that it's been six months, but we've never like seen her on screen grieving. Yeah. And it was like part of the grieving process for her that we saw was dealing with this superhero which her husband was like one half of. And like finding his replacement, I thought was a really interesting way to show that. It was hmm. something that you guys picked up on way before I picked up on it. Oh really? Yeah, because I at some point I'm sitting there and you guys are like, Oh, like Ronnie, like Ronnie and I'm like are you guys saying that he reminds her of Ronnie? What are you even trying to say? And then you guys connected the dots for me, which is that she, this is the superhero that her husband was a part of. Uh, I, I don't know why that never would have crossed my mind. How, what, what made you guys believe that so early on? I think it was you, the two of you guys, maybe all three of you. I didn't believe it. I didn't, it didn't, dawn on me early on but early on in the episode though she was like look I've been thinking about this I found two candidates mm-hmm. I think we should go for this one but this is an equally viable option and then as the episode progressed she was very passionate yeah. about it and I was like oh this is your husband's legacy mm-hmm. and this is your husband's like other half in a way you can't let both die you need to like save one okay Interesting. Interesting. I I co-sign. That, that was yeah. I can't. Say. Um, I good. didn't pick. I didn't pick that up immediately. In my mind, I thought she was just being. I thought she was kind of just being a jerk, <laughs> in that like she was looking down on Jax just because he was a mechanic. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I, it was, I was like that too in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I I actually I like you guys' explanation of it because it make it makes her as a character more of an more, onion. Yeah. More layered, more um, relatable, as opposed to just being like, I hate people. <laughs> I haven't found her to be particularly judgmental of people's professions or classes, whatever it is. So yeah. uh, I didn't want to see that from Caitlin, and it makes more sense that she just, this was somebody who was a scientist, and she, she was being trying to be a little nitpicky, and she's worried about it because it's her husband's yeah. legacy. But also, like, when we met her episode one of season one, she had lost Ronnie the first time, and she was just kind of frozen yeah. in her emotions. It wasn't expressing anything. So this is, like, character growth, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was, like, a very 
um, smart, like nice way of showing that. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Um, I was glad that there was no romantic tension between Caitlin um, this episode and even anybody for that matter because people I feel like no matter if she's in a room with anybody everybody's always trying to like romance it up and I didn't want to see her be with the other half of Firestorm. And I can't help but think that's because they put her in like tight little dresses <laughs> that are like skin tight and short. And I'm like she's a scientist in an office come on. Well I'm yeah I mean I'm, that, I'm not against it. Uh, yeah. No I mean it's, it's TV that's what they do. <laughs> um. Did they explain where Jay was this episode? He was uh, remarkably absent. He's looking for something. I presume for maybe. To I'm help so them. glad you mentioned that. I have no idea. That's yeah. true. It didn't even dawn on they, they me. They didn't mention, I didn't even hear his name. They didn't mention him at all. Not they really. mentioned him in the pre- like prequel. They're talking about him in the chat right now, too. Where was Jay? Yeah, right? Yeah. Jay Garrick busy shaving, <laughs> LOL. All right. I, I mean, he's very Thanks, Rohan, for that. Um, he does. He does. He was busy being like campy somewhere. Uh, the lack of a mention is an interesting choice. Well, I mean, yeah, they didn't even give us like a hacky like excuse. Where's Jay? Yeah, he just went to the grocery store. All right, <laughs> he's moving into his new crime. apartment. He'll be here next week. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so weird. Jay, Texas uh, Bulldog says Jay was at Belly Burger. I like it. Mm. Yeah, maybe he's over chilling on the, the Aerostat. Who knows? I'm just starting rumors right now. (laughs) That's just not true, and I made it up. Just so you know. Uh, Right. Okay, well, not a rumor was, like, the mention of vibe. Yes. Mm, Yes. I like that segue. Um, (laughs) I'm loving seeing this slow burn on vibe. Me too. I think it's exactly how it should be if it all of a sudden was like, and here we vibe. Yeah. I would have been, I don't know what to do with this. Uh, He's scared. Martin's helping him. We don't know exactly where he's going to go. We had that really funny moment where he pretends. He's like, oh, uh, to be a superhero? Yeah, of course I would take it. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I'm loving what, the way that they're telling the story. Yeah. Also, wait, speaking of Cisco, we got to mention his uh, line about uh, Tinder? Firestein <laughs> Tinder. Oh, yeah. The biggest, the biggest swipe, swipe left of oh, all time. All yeah. time. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was, it was great. very strong. I love when he's a little bit of a comic. Him uh, him playing the name game, like where he names all of the heroes and villains, and him uh, with his one-liners, two of the greatest parts of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. I love it. too. And I, I like that they were convincing your professor was saying, like, tell your friends. Tell your friends yeah. about that. You're having these visions that you're going to be vibe. Are they calling it visions right now? I... I, mean, I well, forget. He gets visions, but he just he he qualifies it as like, he gets a vibe. A vibe. Yeah. So what what does? Because I don't know. He's something I don't know anything about regarding comics. I know much about vibe. I just seen a I've just seen a, a comic of him or two. Right. Like what does he do? He can see other. He can see other, um, the future. What I understand. Alter, alternate universes. Uh, he can see between dimensions. Um. um so from what I understand, like uh. I don't I I don't follow him very much. Mm-hmm. I just know of his existence and I've seen videos of him dancing. Um but He can dance? The, yes. There is there's a very uh funny video on the internet of uh Vibe the in an animated form. Um oh. he joins a dance contest uh and it's kind of great. Uh it's really really eighties tastic. Wow. Um but so yeah, he can dance. <laughs> like, huh. Uh but uh He can dance if he wants to. Yes. See, so, I told you I'd sing again. Nice. That can leave his friends behind. <laughs> but if you don't... Um, oh, what's going on? All right, good. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, essentially he's mostly useful when they're fighting people who can travel between dimensions or oh, who, people who can essentially uh, 
I guess, disappear or teleport. But what we've seen him do in this show is not interdimensions, but he's actually seen what's going on currently mm-hmm. with his friends. Well, we've had flashes to other Earths as well. Because remember, no, right. that that too. But I'm saying it's not just interdimension or Earth only seeing Earth two. We saw him see what was happening with Barry last week, or he he found out where. Um, that they, where they were being yeah, held, you're right. right? And that was dealing with a interdimensional person. Yeah, that's right. true. And also the what Tari sings all based on the comic books, right? And right. they are obviously are basing that on them, but as well as like expanding and yeah. changing a little. Dominic bit. says vibe can see the vibrations from alternate universes. Mm. Um, tetra, oh, I can't read the name. Textros Masha vibe basically does what. Something about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're going too fast. Um, oh, I love this jacket. He can also separate what? the Flash's connection to the Speed Force. Hmm. Mm. That's from Death Knight. That's interesting. That's cool. Yeah, so I, I think that we don't know, you know, as we're learning all the things that Barry can do and the Flash can do and different versions of the Flash can do, yeah. we're going to learn very slowly what it is that Vibe can do. Okay. And I think that's exciting. Oh yeah, I think that I know it's exciting. I, <laughs> I will like put like the caveat that I don't want it to take twenty episodes of the whole season. But I'm cool with seeing Cisco beat around the bush with it. I, I enjoy seeing that. Oh know? really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I just like seeing Cisco play around with stuff, so it's fun to me. What was interesting was as we had Martin kind of guiding Cisco with this. I feel like we have Joe guiding Barry, and I almost feel like Martin has been father figuring Cisco a little bit through this. And now Martin's piecing out, um, also known as Legends of Tomorrow, Inc. Yeah, that's like also known as going to Pittsburgh. Is that where he's going? Yeah, yeah that's what he said. So I, I don't know. I liked seeing him around and kind of helping Cisco through this all. Cisco should have been Firestorm. That would have been, <laughs> been a crazy turn. <laughs> Viberstorm. Viberstorm. Nice. Hashtag Viberstorm. Hashtag Viberstorm. That's really funny. I like that too. <laughs> with Joe's ending comments to Barry Allen, talking about like working with others, Barry was saying it was nice to see them trusting each other. And Joe said something along the lines of like, take that leap and go for it. Were they talking about take the leap and go for Patty following that conversation or take the leap and trust your cohorts, the Scooby gang, as we call them? Uh, I thought you, Patty. Okay. <laughs> you brought it up, not me. This you, Are you guys going to be mad if I take a pause no, here for something? No. All right, we got yeah, to... Okay, you can take a pause. I want to come back to this and answer. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But Lay we, it on us, Roxy. We have to address something because somebody at home just cringed with, with what you did, Jeff, and that is Mike Blanchard with the mention of Scooby gang. I have to tell you, you have... Mike, you've become one of my all-time favorite people. Oh, yeah. Mike found us, listens to our podcast, apparently loves this podcast, which I, I thank you so much for your support, and has one problem, only one, and that is us calling the team, by the way, you notice I call them team all night? Yeah. They're calling the team Scooby Whoops. Gang. So if you've listened to us before, you know that we call the Barry Allen, Cisco, Caitlin, the whole team, we call them the Scooby Gang. Um Based on a very lengthy, very well-written professional email mm-hmm. from Mike about how each one of these characters does not correspond with the Scooby Gang characters, which he grew up watching, I believe, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there, I'm going to see how it lands with you guys, you guys at home can comment in on this too. I think that we we got to go with Mike on this one and start calling them something else, but I don't know what. I agree. And that's up to you guys. What is our team name? We need to know. 
Or is it Scooby Gang? Are you attached? Okay, here's the thing. I, I, Mike, I'm sorry. I'm attached to Scooby Gang. And here's why we gave him that name to begin with. I believe it was Roxy, but I'll just speak for you now because I'm a man, you're a woman, <laughs> yeah. and that's what we do. We mansplain. <laughs> uh, we. Jokes <laughs> 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 everywhere. I believe that we gave him that name because they work together as a team and they solve crime, mysteries, etc., of the paranormal variety. When we named them this, we didn't actually say, like, Caitlin is this character yeah. and the dog is this character. Very Scooby-Doo. It was not, yeah. this is Scooby, this is Shaggy, yeah. this is Daphne. It was not ever that. It was never that right. in death, which made me so, like, I, upset to read your email because I was like, oh, you're thinking so hard about this. And okay. I felt like we should have. <laughs> I gotta be, uh, I gotta be honest, because I'm new to the pen. I started this season. Um... I was never on board with the Scooby Gang thing. And but I, you didn't want to speak up because you were new? Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to get uh, <laughs> thrown off the panel. We're not going to kick you off. I yeah, mean, right. yes. I heard that happen. We're going to no. vote. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't feel comfortable calling them Scooby Gang, but that's purely based on the fact that I used to watch Buffy, oh. and on Buffy, they're called the Scooby Gang, too. They called Buffy and her crew the Scooby Gang. Right. The so Scoobies. You, it wasn't because of the Scooby Gang that you didn't want us to call them Scooby Gang. It was because of Buffy's yeah, Scooby Gang. Yeah, I'm already attached to... Because I don't like Scooby-Doo, period. The cartoon. I just, what? I've always thought it was overrated. So I'm sorry, Mike. But anyway, we're, we're digressing. So I guess we, we so need to find to out yeah. from everybody at home. Like, do we need to rename them? Are you on Mike's team or are you on ours? Ooh, so a lot of people in the chat are liking Scooby Gang still. And, and I don't know if they know think it's that big of a deal. But you guys let us know in the YouTube comments, the iTunes comments. We read them all. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Regardless of what we end up doing, Mike Blanchard, I really appreciate your email and your support of the show. And the rest of you guys at home, thank you so much. Absolutely. I like Team Flash. Team Flash. Okay, well, we it's thought... not catchy. I'm sorry. Okay, so you were, not catchy? Sorry, yeah. you were... Okay, so my question was, <laughs> Joe gives us a bit of advice to mm-hmm. Barry, saying, like, take the leap and go for it. Um... In regards to Barry's question about trusting others. And was he saying that regarding go for it as in go for Patty Spivet and make this happen? Really? Absolutely. I didn't know if he was saying go, like, trust your team more. Don't be the lone emo flash. Like, be a team player. We're all, you're all in agreement with Patty. No, because post episode one of season two, Barry has been a team player and he has been um, delegating his stuff and, and all of that. I think that earlier in the episode we saw him say, listen, I know you're never going to love somebody the way you love Iris, but that doesn't mean you can't try. So, I, yeah, I absolutely think he was talking about Iris. I mean, uh, talking about Patty. Okay. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought that too. And it was so, it was so Patty centric. There's so much, hey, there's so much, <laughs> there was so much Patty stuff. Yeah, because okay. she's rocking it. I, <laughs> yeah. I bet they didn't even want to put her in the show so much, and then she was amazing, and they're like, crap. I like it. I, I love Patty Spivet. It's kind of what happened yeah. with Felicity. They were like, we don't even, she was only supposed to be in one episode of Narrow, and then all of a sudden it was like, God, she's good. Patty yeah. and Barry's chemistry is so yeah. awesome. Like, that's great casting. Amazing. I, I kind of would rather see them together than him and Iris. Right now, that's all, I mean, I would, I'd rather see Patty and Barry. I'm fine with that. I agree Yo, with that. shout out to our boy David Rappaport for that casting well job. No, he, yeah. It really was. It's incredible. She's awesome. Their chemistry is through the roof, and we need to remember that what is now doesn't necessarily mean it will always be. So it's all right to like him with Patty and still also want him to end up with Iris. I think people are feeling this weird like push-pull. I don't know exactly who I want him with. We're allowed to explore, which is pretty much what Joe says to him. Yeah. You yeah. don't know. Get You're... your free gun. Go out there. Take, see what's in the... Yes. Uh... Joe says get your free gun. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty of fish in the ocean. Get... You should have started with that you know. song. <laughs> 
Go get your freak on. Joey's she was on the plate. Literally old wise like grandma, like Grandma Willow, like giving out like great advice to everybody. Am yeah. I gonna get in trouble right now? Who's Grandma Willow? Yeah, who is Grandma Willow by the way? Oh, she's just Pocahontas's tree that she talks about. Oh, oh duh. Yes. What what else would I be referencing? I, I don't know, maybe something like One of the most problematic <laughs> Disney movies of all time, of course. <laughs> I, I should have guessed. I should have guessed. Oh, um <laughs> I thought it was I was happy to see Barry uh like fessing up to Joe that she's not Iris. Yeah, yeah me that surprised too. Me. I didn't even know he was still thinking about Iris that way necessarily. We haven't seen it, but he does say she's gore about Patty. She's beautiful. She's smart. Yeah, you go, boy. You're young. Yeah, <laughs> she is. No, get it in. I didn't go realize. Crazy. I realized. I knew that Joe and Patty were working together. I didn't realize they were partners. Yeah. Was that clear to everybody else? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he basically when he accepted her as part of the task force, she became his partner oh, officially. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like this whole after show is me clarifying things I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I thought that that was a really interesting line that Joe did say. He says, "What is it with you and Iris and my partners?" Mm-hmm. Which can be incorpor- uh, interpreted a couple of ways. What is it with you and Iris and my partners, like Eddie and Patty, or what is it with you and Iris and my partners? Like, he likes Iris, he likes the partners, all all of that. So I thought that that was funny because he very kind of, you know, messing up Joe's relationships a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, but I like it. Joe's pushing him in the direction. He's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Get it in. My daughter's already <laughs> engaged to my partner. You know, yeah. it is. I know, right? That's crazy. Uh-huh. It's already like a, it's like a full circle thing. Right. Yeah, I, I have to ask Michael and Tari. You know that the the shark, which is based on a character, um, did you guys see that coming? I that it was a I real ne- thing. I didn't even know the shark. I've never seen the shark in a comic before. When I saw the shark, it scared. I jumped. I was like, <laughs> "Oh snap!" A shark. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what I, I did. Sorry. Do you think it was Grodd at first? Yes. Oh, uh, that's only what I thought it was. I I didn't, I didn't mostly because of one. Um, the the breadcrumbs that they had been uh, with laying the shark out. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and two, uh, it was tweeted out to me. Vern uh, tweeted a picture of King Shark to me and was like, "Ha ha, Flash!" Um, so I was like, "Wait, did, did, did he put ha ha in there?" In all um, caps, pretty much. Oh, my man, good <laughs> I job. like it. Uh, yeah, that's really good deductive reasoning. I didn't <laughs> use that, and therefore, when I see big creature behind Barry, who's about to scoop up, like we almost saw that shadow, I was like. God strikes again. No, yeah, I would have thought. I would have thought that too. I mean, I just, I just, it just didn't come to my mind. But, but yeah, I thought the breadcrumbs, and I thought it was a shark, and I thought, weren't the effects awesome? They were amazing. Weren't those effects awesome? Yeah. It was pretty cool. Those are really good. I wasn't knowing what that would look like. I don't. I don't think I even saw any images. But uh, oh my god, I thought it looked great. It was terrifying. It was me, really well done. To me, a lot of the parts in this episode, as I said, were a little uh, disconcerting for me. Like uh, I felt a little uneasy about it. This ending sequence and everything with the shark and everything with Patty and Barry. Amazing. Saved the yeah. show. The, the, Amazing. The train was like back on the track. Yes. Right. Right. Totally. Ready to go. Yes. And then uh, then we see like who shot the shark? Who shot the sheriff? <laughs> <laughs> and it's Harrison Wells. I, again, if we're calling it that, and the previews for next week, they're calling him Harry. So. They said the yeah. words Harry. Yeah, they said back. Harry is back. And I was like. Harry? Is that, yeah, is that more laid back, man. That's Harrison's yeah. nickname? Yo, Harry. He's more calm. Yeah. This one, you know, on the other side, from the other earth, he's relaxed. 
know, he doesn't use full names. I thought yeah, right? that, again, like how I thought it was Grodd, I thought that it was Captain Cold at first because we just kind of saw the gun, the gun. come out. Yeah. Uh, oh, I immediately Jeff, you went shouted out. it out. You knew. How'd you know? Uh, because he stole something. We were never, yeah. not told what from Mercury Labs. Christina McGee is back. Mm-hmm. Um, I just assumed, oh, it's like this mysterious character. It's got to be him. Yeah. Speaking of which, Tina McGee coming back more often, or was this just a plot device to get Wells with us? There's a plot device. A little bit. She kind of pops yeah. in every once in a while. Yeah. She has her like seven minutes of fame and goes, <laughs> you know? Um, I, yeah, I just automatically thought it was Harrison because we only saw one clip of him in the very beginning. And I was like, when are they going to, they have to stop teasing us. Like, where is he coming back? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems in the previews for next week that he's been working with them. Yeah. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad we're getting right into it because this is the one. This is, I, I'm, I really want to know what? about what's, with Harrison. I'm oh. glad next week's going to be a really Harrison Wells episode. We're going to find out what's going on. How? Who is this Harrison? Yeah, he's the same. I have know. to wonder too. Like now that Christina McGee and other people have seen him, is that going to complicate this identity for Harry as we're calling him? I mean, he's wanted for murder, I, right? I don't think he's wanted at all because he's dead. But he, right. he's since he uh, since the the video leaked of him confessing, he's going to be known as a murderer. Right? Yeah. Go. Um, stepping back for one second, just before I forget in the chat, um, everybody's saying King Shark, Superman, Batman, villain. Um, they just wanted us to say that. Uh, Those words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Well, it, it makes sense. Um, but it was a cool villain to see. And like now, going back to Harrison, what you were talking about. Uh, I, my problem is. Even if we're jumping right into it, and even if I love to see it, I'll never, ever, ever trust him. Even if he's a completely different person. Yeah. Even if it's a completely different Earth. I'll never trust him. I feel like that's... You probably are speaking for the majority of the audience. Yeah. And I think the Team Flash, the Flash gang, the <laughs> Scooby Flash. The Flash Brigade. Right? I mean, I guess, we'll get to that in pre- I guess we'll get to that in predictions, but like, I have no idea what to expect. <laughs> because it looks like they're trusting him in the previews, so yeah. who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to talk about Francine. Yes, yes. I want to talk about this one. Franny? Fran- Franny. If we're Fran. calling him Harry, we can call her Franny. Absolutely. Franny. When they finally met for coffee and Iris walks in, doesn't acknowledge her, hugs her dad, says, hi, how are you, and then turns around to her mother, I was like, this is the most awkward thing I've ever seen. It was, yeah. but it was very respectful to her father who raised yeah. her. It was like, Dad, thank you. I, I, I liked what she did. I it thought that it was appropriate. Point to her mother. Yeah. This is my dad, and you are not my mom. It was a very strong point. Yes. It yeah. was. I, I mean, how do you, how are you guys feeling about this whole freaking thing? I, I felt like I was at the table, mouth dropped, the, and you guys, I couldn't get a read on your faces. The death part or the part of the, that she, there's a brother? The whole thing. The mom. Let's start with death. Okay. The death. I I kind of saw that coming when she was like, there's another reason I came here. I think, did someone did someone say cancer? It was, I did. You right. said, yeah, it was, that was, I think that's like television trope trope right there. Where yeah. Like, oh, I actually okay. threw my pen and said, cancer. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> like, you know. uh, uh, I thought you were naming her sign. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. And it's also. July 13th, so it's I'm a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's McGregor's syndrome, which right. was in the Batman comics. Which is um, um, Alfred caused, was dying. caused by her drug use. She that's believes what they said, but um, yeah. that's what Alfred was dying. Alfred from does no drugs. No. I mean, he might. He'd have to Alfred deal with his career. That's yeah. what they're saying. There was a slight against him. <laughs> mm. I I felt really really upset with Francine in this moment. I think that it was kind of manipulative. Um, not 
not even the fact that she just ended up telling Iris or telling Joe that she was sick, but I don't think it's fair. And this might be my, of course it's my opinion, but it's my personal biases coming in, but I, I don't think it's fair to come back and put this on your daughter after 20 years who you wanted no relationship with to say, I'm going to be dead in a few months, so it's now or never. Well, yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, I, it's not please yeah. go. Oh, uh, I mean, no, I agree because it's it's not like she came back to actually get to know Iris. She essentially wanted to just get to know her enough to where Iris will feel terrible when she dies. She wants Iris to lose her for a second time. Yeah, I really disagree. Yeah. She wants to give her daughter like the mother daughter experience because when she expects Iris to be like, "Thank you, let me hug you, let's go get Manny Petties and like catch up and like have these bonding moments that we missed," she's not expecting her to tell her, "I wish you well," which she I, said yeah. to her. I think um, the mother. We don't know how clean how long the mother's been clean. It might have been just been recently that the mother got clean, right? And you know now she's finally now that she's clean, now she probably wants to. Uh, meet Iris because she probably never wanted to meet her while she was still, you know, an addict. Right. So I'm guessing when she was clean, she's like, I'm clean. I want her to see this version of me. I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, I'm really struggling with it because on the one hand, she knows she's dying. So if she doesn't go introduce herself, her daughter will never meet her. Her daughter never would have known she even was alive still because I'm assuming she knows that Joe told her that she's dead. Uh, so it never would have even come up and it wouldn't have been a heartache again because she wouldn't have known. But on the other hand, she has the opportunity to meet her mom. What person who doesn't have a mom wouldn't wish for one more day with their mom? Yeah. Like that. So I, I do feel really torn. I, I just, I like Ira said, she didn't come to the table with all the facts even still. Right. right. She's still hiding something. Which Wait, is, real quick, uh, sorry. Go the, ahead. the McGregor, uh, Mr. Freese's wife had McGregor's. Thank you, whoever pointed and that out. And Alfred, both. Stop talking about Alfred. Don't no. talk about Alfred. Right. Only in Batman and Robin. And Alfred. Um, all right, so uh, the brother. Yes. So I'm guessing this the brother's going to be Wally West? They didn't uh, name him, but it has to be, right? No, it would have to be the brother's son. But isn't the, the brother was born right after no, Iris. Think, yeah, I think it, I think the brother's Wally West. Yeah. This is, is this, the brother's going to be the same age as, as Iris. The guy they well, cast is like fairly like like... Late teens, early twenties. Right. Okay, keeping but, him. Go oh. ahead, Tari. Sorry. No, good. Uh, keeping in mind that it could have nothing. This could all have nothing to do with Wally, Absolutely. and Wally could be in an Earth Two or whatever. Right. But I believe, based on the casting and based on the fact that all the hype is around the brother, that the brother probably will be Wally West. But how strange is it that Iris's two brothers are the two Flashes? That's the weirdest ever. Yeah. That's great. If you consider Barry yeah. her brother, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm cool. I, I hope I hope they enter. I hope it's a womanizing uh, Wally was when he when, <laughs> yeah. he when he first when he first grows up. He's like an insecure guy, so he's very he's he's overcompensating. So he tries to he womanizes a lot. I hope yeah, it's but him. once you have a sister, you change a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, but he hasn't have a sister yet. Well, so, yeah. maybe I, he does know. You don't know. He could be watching Iris from afar. He could know she's out there. That's hmm. very true. I just want him to be the exact opposite of Barry. Like Barry's <laughs> all super nice, and he's just coming around like, damn, look at these girls. Look at these tight pants. <clears throat> Tari, you know, what were you going to say about the whole situation? Um, what was I going to say? Um, I was going to say that uh, I mean, traditionally, Wally is supposed to be super a lot younger than Barry, like because he starts out as like Kid Flash. Yeah. So I mean, but I mean, given their age, uh, he would have to be like real young yeah. uh, if uh, her brother is about the same age but if they were like 6 or 7 when the mom left the kid could be like 18 mm-hmm. you know mm. I think it's Wally, I think Wally she, says, yeah. she yeah, says that the, it was 8 months later she gave birth 
Oh, you know what? I'm, I was saying six or seven based on when Barry's mom so, died. So we don't oh. actually know when she left. Well, she said eight months later, so it would be... Eight months after she it, left. Yes. Right, but she left when... We would have to assume she left when Iris was old enough to pick up the phone and call her dad, call 911. Oh, yeah. yeah. Iris was like four, four, eight, four story, or five. Right? Yeah. People had yeah. a big this problem with that, though, by the way, that she was old enough to call but not old enough to remember. Just throwing that out there, the, that the internet had a problem with that. I didn't really? have a problem with it. I but... didn't. I mean, repressed memories. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't either. We got to get to news and gossip. Anything yeah. else on this? Yeah. Okay. Do we have a sound effect? <laughs> Nailed it. We do. Nailed it. Um, two very quick things, but uh, they slayed at the crossover event that we've been waiting for for November twenty fourth. Is that episode eight? Eight or nine? I think it's eight. You're right. Okay. I don't have it written down, but um, last year they did each crossover on the Flash and Arrow that could you could watch both or none, and this they have it set up to be like two hours of like one episode. Oh wow! Whereas it's like it continues. So Arrow will end tomorrow, yesterday night, and Flash will pick up right where it ends. As a massive fan of both shows, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And then they even tease that one scene has nine superheroes in it. Wow. Okay, that's... Superheroes or people with powers, they said. So that could be villains. I'm guessing you 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 might see a lot of the uh, Tomorrow, the... Legends of Tomorrow? Legends of Tomorrow cast. Are you going through the numbers yeah, too? Yeah, Tari, what do you got? I mean, because, all right, we have Green Arrow, we have mm-hmm. Speedy, mm-hmm. we have, uh, I mean, we have Black Canary, White Canary, uh, White Canary? Arrow, or not Arrow, but no. uh, Adam. Adam. Uh, we oh, have we, Flash, oh, do you think Adam? Uh, Firestorm. Do you think we're going to see Adam? I I would assume so. Um, could we see, uh, uh, could we see Roy come back? Roy? Roy? Um, maybe. Uh, uh, like a dig, I mean. Uh, yeah. Well, we have seven so far. Who who else is a hero? Um, it could be a, like a Wally West could be there by then, or Vibe could be there by then. That's true. So we have two yeah. ladies. And then that leaves room for villains. And Jake, I mean, how many of the Flashes are we counting yeah, there? Okay as well. That leaves room for villains to fight, though, for that scene. Mm. I mean, we could also end up having uh, Wentworth Miller, or we could have oh, Huey, yeah. Yeah. Captain exactly Cold. Right. We could, uh, nine. Nine's a ton. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what Legends of Tomorrow is going to be. They're kind of bracing us for that. Amazing. Hawkman, Hawk Girl. Yeah. Right? Oh, see her and Renee. Oh, my God. I would die. She's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I would love that. I love her. And then the other thing is that they've been, they're teasing a new ally for the Flash, like, to be his, like, buddy to fight with him. As an ally means. To make it define it for you. Um, and there's, the rumors are not confirmed, but the two rumors are that it's Dr. Harrison Wells, who's come from Earth 2 to partner with Barry. And the other one, which I love, is that it's Tom Welling playing Superman Man again. That's been... Uh, that we've been, would be crazy. I They've been teasing for so long. You don't think it's going to happen? Here's why I don't think it's going to happen. How on earth are we going to have a Superman on Flash and Arrow, but we don't have a Superman on Supergirl, who we are referencing on Supergirl, who have been told we're not going to see, and we're not going to do a crossover? How can we bring Superman to this show, but we can't have him on that show? It's ridiculous. Well, the only reason we're not doing that is because CBS said no for the first year. Yeah, but if we can't bring Superman to to the uh, TV screen right now, then how? why would we bring him on this show as opposed to on Supergirl where we're actually referencing him? I don't have a problem with it like you do. That, That being said, I grew up watching Smallville. Yeah, I did too. Me too. Yeah, but I agree with you. Wow, see. You I could. think it's only like amazingly exciting if Tom I, Welling comes back playing him. That would be I, I, crazy. I, I agree. That's so cool. I just, I'm baffled. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
Okay, well, if it happens, we'll get into it more. We're almost out of time. Does anybody have any burning predictions for next week they want to say, or should we go on? I'm just... The brother's Wally. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. Roxy. Uh, just that Barry and the whole team is not going to, they're not going to trust Wells. No matter whether they decide he's from Earth 2 or not, there's going to be a lack of trust there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just think we're going to get a lot more. We're going to find out what's happening on Earth 2. And my wacky prediction is that Ronnie's going to be there and we're going to find that out. Yes. One episode too late. How sad. Which is why we have not seen the last of him. I oh, love I'd it. love to see that. All right, guys, that's all we got for you. We'll be back next week, of course. Uh, tell us where they can find you, Roxy. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And don't forget to let us know what you think we should call the Scooby Gang. Uh, Michael Andrew, you can find me on Twitter, Michael underscore Drew, Michael E A L. Tari J. Miller, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. And I tweet from Jeff Masters Blonde. Guys, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 